This is the MG Car Club podcast with Wayne Scott and Adam Sloman. On this week's episode, we talk to Pete Barrett from Cherished Vehicle Insurance Services about insurance tips we need to know for our MGs and a brand new partnership launched with the MG Car Club. The MG Car Club podcast. Hello, welcome to the MG Car Club podcast. Wayne Scott with you. Hope you're well getting through this continued lockdown here in the UK and the cold weather we've had recently as well. It's been blooming freezing. The MGs have been tucked up nice and warm in the garage or perhaps actually you've been using yours on the daily run to the supermarket or other essential trips. Whatever you've been doing in your MG, I hope you've been having fun and I hope you've been keeping safe and well also. Uh, lots of news on the MG Car Club website to share with you at the moment. You can find all of this on our news pages at mgcc.co.uk. Uh, the FBHVC have urged patients with the DVLA to resolve historic vehicle owners' concerns. Uh, they've come out and said that they're sympathetic to the enormous challenges that the DVLA are facing during the ongoing pandemic as they receive tens of thousands of items of mail each week and of course uh, as the news reported more widely they've had an outbreak of covid in the offices down at swansea over the last few weeks uh, but uh, the fbhvc given us an update on some of the issues that they've been chasing on behalf of the historic vehicle community including the non-acceptance of date of manufacture numbers marked on vehicles statement of a requirement to notify dvla when a vehicle is dismantled special case v765 registrations which of course we assist mg owners with here at the mg car club and uh, vehicles originally supplied as ckd which is completely knocked down a uh, lot to do with imports on those particular vehicles and original copied documents and new bodies on reconstructed classics which has been something of a hot topic in the classic car news over the past few weeks which leads me nicely on actually to share the British Motor Heritage announcement this week that they are to put back into production new body shells for MGBs and they usually build two batches of replacement MGB body shells every year and orders for the 2021 run of body shells for MGBs are open now. Now they don't sell direct BMH obviously based in Whitney just down the road from us here at the MG Car Club in Abingdon uh, but they sell through their dealerships and you can find a link to the full list of British Motor Heritage dealers via the website at mgcc.co.uk but uh, if you need a new body shelf your mgb bmh are taking orders now and prices start from around eleven and a half thousand pounds ink the vat so obviously it can be a lot cheaper than saving an original body shell in some cases where the dreaded rust and tin worm has taken hold you can find more details of that of course via the news pages at mgcc.co.uk also, the event situation remains ever fluid. Of course, we announced just a couple of weeks ago that MG Live was not able to take place at Silverstone this year. Very sad to share that news with you here on the MG Car Club podcast. The good news is, though, there is an exciting new event that the MG Car Club are going to be putting on instead. Now, I can't tell you too much about it on this particular episode, but keep listening to the MG Car Club podcast and we'll tell you all you need to know about an exciting new event for the MG Car Club taking place in August of 2021, August this year. 
So keep watching this space for news of that. I can't wait to tell you about it, actually. It's very exciting. Uh, on the other events news front, what is usually our season opener, actually, of the MG and Triumph Spares Day, which has moved from Stonely, its normal home, to the Telford International Centre for 2021, has moved its date again. It's changed now to an August date, Sunday the 22nd of August, to be precise, uh, over there in Shropshire. So you can find details of that date change Again, on the MG Car Club website, mgcc.co.uk, which is also the place to go if you need good accessories for your MG. And we're quite aware that a lot of MGs aren't doing the miles that they normally would be, and especially in the horrible weather that we've had. Warmed up now, it's all thawed out, but... Um that and lockdown has meant MGs haven't been travelling much, sadly, apart from on essential trips, and they need looking after. So we have put together a curated list of MG car care products, and you can find the links to those both on the weekly newsletter that you receive from the MG Car Club every weekend, uh, but also via the MG Car Club shop. You can go to shop.mgcc.co.uk, scroll down to the bottom, you can see the big button there saying car care products. Absolutely brilliant car covers on there, both for outdoor use, indoor use, trickle chargers to make sure your battery doesn't go flat during this period of layup, and also uh, things to protect it as well, like car mats and, and seat covers and, and really handy accessories like that uh, that we all need for our MGs to keep them looking spick and span ready for when the spring arrives and we're all allowed out again. Fingers crossed. Now, lots of exciting stuff continuing to happen, though, in the MG Car Club. And one of the exciting bits of news is news of a new insurance partnership for the MG Car Club. And this podcast is all about insurance, what you need to know, breaking down some of the jargon around some of the technical terms in insurance, and also getting to know an insurance company that has a face. We can meet Pete. You can ring him up and chat about your own insurance and chat about your own MG. Not like those faceless price comparison websites with rodents that front them up and stuff like that. Uh, you can find out more from Pete in just a moment here on the MG Car Club Podcast. The MG Car Club Podcast. The MG Car Club, the mark of friendship. To take advantage of our many membership benefits, access to our centres and registers, and to receive your copy of Safety Fast magazine, Join us now at mgcc.go.uk Sharing your passion for MG on the MG Car Club podcast. Well, now on the MG Car Club podcast, an exciting announcement for you, yes, uh, as well as some really useful information for any owners of any MG. And it's one of those things that we all have to have for our cars, and it's one of those complicated subjects that most of us just kind of brush under the carpet. But there is a lot you need to know about insurance, yes? So to join me and to discuss insurance for a classic and more modern MGs, welcome to the podcast, Pete Barrett from Cherished Vehicle Insurance Services. Hiya, Pete. Thanks very much, Wayne. Thanks for having me here. Well, you're the ideal man to talk to us about this, Pete, because outside of insurance, you are a classic car fan yourself, aren't you? And better than that, you're an MG man. I am. I've got an MG TF 160. It's my third MG that I've had over the years. Um, and um, over the years, I've also helped restore an MGC, uh, which we came up to Gaiden in uh, recently and saw some of the membership. Um, 
And um, yeah, it's it's I love them. They're great. I've always had a, a thing for MGs ever since I was a lad being picked up uh, at age six in a in a, a BGT um, by my best friend's mum. Just the smell, the feel, you know, uh, that rock hard back seat that you happen to be when you picked up as a kid. Um, yeah, brilliant cars got a real passion for them there are some little details and little tips and tricks that you need to know about the insurance game to get the best sort of package for your car aren't there and i guess for you it was an opportunity to spend your working life talking about cars just like you do when you're at home and down the pub <laughs> it is fantastic i mean i love cars i'm a complete petrol head and you know my role now is, you know, I head up Cherished Vehicle Insurance, part of A-Plan. But, you know, car insurance is a relatively sort of, well, it's a boring subject a lot of the time. But when I put that into context with classic cars and put put my sort of hat on for my job, you know, I want to make sure all of the people that I insure are treated in the same way as uh, as I'd want to be if my car was you know, involved in an accident or something happened to it. Um, and the good thing is I can put myself in, in, in the client's shoes because, um, yeah, if something happens, I get as upset as, as the member probably would do um, if it's not going their way. So it's all, it's all very much about making sure you've got the right level of cover, you've got the right people looking after you and got your back if it all goes wrong, that understand what you have, and um, making sure it's covered correctly for you. So that could be whether it's got modifications or, you know, you've got the right value on your car and also explain that you've got the right benefits for your car to protect it in the long run. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? There are pride and joys. And as much as it's about getting the right deal, it's also about protecting the car and making sure that if the worst was to happen, that car with any luck, we'll survive and we can get it back on the road. We live in a world of car insurance where everything's through price comparison websites and it's a very sort of unpersonal business now. But here's you and I talking about insurance and this is the sort of experience that the customers will get, members of the MG Car Club, if they ring you up and have a chat about their own policies, isn't it? It is completely. And, you know, we like to find out about your cars. All my team, they're, they're all petrol heads they're all interested in what you've got in the vehicle uh, and you know the story that goes with your car we've got a number of clients that have sort of owned their cars even from new um you know 70s 60s cars that you know couldn't stand to lose that vehicle because the you know they may well have had that car longer than they've had their spouse um and uh it's 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 making sure that vehicle's protected um, and what that's one of the things we're so so enthusiastic and um, driven by. I mean, my the the team that I've got, two of the guys, they both got MGs as well. One of them worked at Longbridge, actually making uh, you know ZTs, uh, etc. And um, he he's so so passionate about them, um, and just really excited that we're we're working in partnership with the club. Well, we have a very exciting announcement to make about that partnership with the MG Car Club. We'll talk about that in a little bit more detail in just a moment. But I want to get some top tips and tricks from you first of all, Pete, because we are in the grip of winter at the moment, where a lot of cars are laid up. 
But we should also start thinking about what we do with those cars when we do pull them out of hibernation and put them on the road uh, for spring. But on top of winter, we've also got this dreaded C word, and I will say it, it's COVID. So let's get that out of the way first of all. Um, in terms of classic cars, obviously no one's car is traveling very far at the moment. But in terms of um, the offerings that you have and what we should be worried about during these times, what effect is COVID having on the insurance industry? And what insurance considerations during lockdown during this time should we have as MG owners? Okay, so... In terms of things to consider, um, I think one is making sure your car is properly protected because even during last year's lockdown uh, and over just over the winter period in general, we still had a number of claims for things like fire where people had their vehicles on trickle charge and the trickle charger over, overheated and then set fire to the car, um, which we had fully repaired for them and was back in their garage by the end of the sort of lockdown in September, so they're very happy about that. Um, but also, you know, it can be accidental damage. You know, you're in the garage, you knock over a paint pot or something, it falls on your beloved MG. And at that point, what are you going to do? So it's about making sure your car's properly covered on a laid up basis, which we can also then upgrade to full road cover later in the year. Um, but also, I think the other thing to bear in mind is maintenance, you know, making sure that your car has is looked after um, and sort of roadworthy for when you do come back onto the, get to go back on the road again, uh, when things when things open up again and the weather improves, hopefully. Um, we have had a couple of clients that are still using their cars, you know, just to go shopping, to give them a run every so often. And it's quite nice to see, you know, somebody in a convertible down at Tesco's or whatever, giving, giving their old car a, a good run. So, um and nice to have a chat with them too. So that's the main thing for me. I would say looking at making sure your car's properly protected and also making sure that, you know, you've done that maintenance before you get it back on the road again. Make sure all your coolant's topped up and, you know, you haven't got any terrible oil leaks like I have on my other classics. So, um, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good point you make there, Pete, because there's all sorts of myths surrounding COVID and car insurance at the moment. You quite rightly point out there that people do use their classics for those essential journeys, even during lockdown. And there's absolutely no problem with their insurance cover while they're doing that then, is there? No, there's no, there's no problem with the insurance cover. Your insurance, well, through ourselves with the companies I work with, um, your insurance would not be invalidated for you driving your car uh, for whatever journey you're using. Um, but on the flip side, um, the police, etc., may well disagree with whatever trip you're doing. <laughs> so it's up to you to make uh, a sensible decision on what you're using your vehicle for, but you are insured to still drive on, on the road with the companies I work with. And of course, one of the things I guess people must do is keep their cars MOT'd if indeed your car needs a compulsory MOT and when they're on and off the road like this and when you're not using them a lot it is easy to forget isn't it? It is um, very easy but obviously if your car does require an MOT then get well I think I believe the MOT stations are still open so you can get your car booked in to have that done and yes as long as you've got your insurance in place you're insured to drive to that MOT um, and to make sure your car's roadworthy and um, safe and road legal as well. So, and if it if it's not if it doesn't require an MOT, you know, again, it's still worth once in a while getting somebody to have a check of your vehicle because, you know, bushes and things they do perish over time, 
and as safe as you may think your car is if you haven't had a second set of eyes look over it um as i had many years ago with a, a spitfire um you know i changed the front wheel bearings on the car i didn't i'd done them up to the correct tightness um and then took it in for an mot and it was found to be um uh, completely loose compared to what I thought it was. So um, luckily, it was MOT'd at the end of the day because that wheel probably would have come off. So, um, uh, but you live and learn from these things. So yeah, I do recommend you get an MOT if you can. It's an important point, isn't it? Because whether your car is MOT'd or not, whether it needs an MOT or not, it does affect insurance in the event of an accident. If for whatever reason an accident investigator deemed that your car, for whatever reason, was not roadworthy and that has a big bearing on claims doesn't it it does and it's also about safety at the end of the day as well i mean claims are one thing but if your car's unsafe and you know you hit hit somebody else and somebody gets injured um at the end of the day you've got to live with that as well so you've got to consider you know the condition of your vehicle not that i would have thought any mg mem- mg car club members would would be driving cars like that but it is one of those concerns in the classic car market that some people may try and take advantage of the the mot regulations and um yeah we don't want to have a a a problem if there was a claim um so Mm. yeah make sure your car is safe i think is is the thing and roadworthy and road legal yeah and it's particularly important point if you've just bought an mg and it's of an unknown origin and you're not entirely sure just how well that's been maintained that's an important point there um so moving on to more long-term layups pete if i'm perhaps restoring an mg and it's off the road for say a period of a number of years in restoration what can you do in terms of covering the car then well again we offer something called the laid up cover which is accidental damage fire and theft cover it covers um, on our policy, it also gives you a £1,000 worth of spare parts cover within in the garage. Um, often when you're restoring a car, parts can be offered specialists, um, and usually those parts are covered by the specialists when they're there. But as you're building the whole thing back up again, yeah, as long as it's all within the property, uh, so you know some parts in the garage and then the bits in your in your shed or whatever then then you're covered for your car at that point so um yeah it's it's definitely something we can cover um and it's worth considering the other option is we can also look at uh road risk cover as well um on very very low limited mileage which sometimes actually works out as competitive as laying up your car um, because the way it's calculated is 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 slightly different. So, again, that's another option. And you know, if it's your baby and you spent all this time, money, energy putting into it, that then if something was to happen to it, then you'd be silly not to insure it at that point. Especially if it's you know under a hundred pounds and you've got a car worth what five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand or more. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a consideration. Um, you know, in, in terms of car parts, even, you know, you know I've, I've recently spent £80 on a set of engine mounts for my other car. And, you know, that's as much as my insurance is for it. So, um, 
it's about making sure you're properly protected. I'm going to throw a, a sort of industry term at you now, Pete, and I need you to explain it for us, really. Uh, what is uplift and why should we be bothered about it? Okay, uplift is a, you know, is basically it's a, an increase in the value above and beyond the car's value to protect your car. So we call it reinstatement cover at Cherish Vehicle Insurance. And uh, basically, what it does is say your car's worth £20,000 and you have uh, an accident. Uh, if you've got agreed value on your, your vehicle, then the insurance company will spend up to that value trying to fix it. However, if it's more than that, then the car will be written off. And you, yes, you'll be offered the salvage back as assuming that it's of a certain category and not the worst case sort of write-off but you're still out of pocket and you've still got to get that car repaired. So our reinstatement cover and uplift um, offers 25%, 50% or even 75% extra on top of the value of the car. So that means if you had 50% reinstatement cover, not the insurers would not only just spend the £20,000 to fix your car, they'll actually go up to 30000 which means that your car could get reshelled, or you know, if there's serious damage to it, then then that baby of yours that you've owned for all the years and you've got, you know, you love and you cherish and you take out, where it puts a smile on your face, is put back on the road and as it should be, rather than you know you end up with a pile of scrap that you've then got to invest a lot of your own money and time again into trying to restore. So something I really, really do recommend, and especially on some of the lower value cars as well. You know, if you've got a, a 10K vehicle or even lower than that, then having that extra uplift can be the difference between, you know, you, you, you keeping your vehicle and getting it back as you'd like it or, you know, having to go search for another one with with a, a settlement that that may not get you one that you, you like or love quite as much. So. Mm. And I guess that's what sort of sets classic car, specialist classic car insurance aside from other motor insurance in the marketplace. It's that appreciation that the car will need to be restored to a certain standard upon repair, isn't it? It is. And with 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 my, with my team and uh, the schemes that we operate, we actually um, ask you where you'd like your car to go to if it's being repaired. So um, we do have a recommended dealer ne a repair network as well. But if you have a specialist that you have in mind, and assuming they can provide a quotation that's that's reasonable, and in all honesty, I haven't seen a quotation that's come back from a specialist that isn't what we'd expect it to be. So, uh, so we haven't had any rejected. Um, then that's where it will go, and that's the and it will come back as uh, fixed, lovely, new, shiny, and. Uh, ready to enjoy again so um and that's one of the the joys of my job is when it has gone wrong making sure that you know our clients uh the members uh are, are happy with what they've got um and again that's where we were talking about the sort of personal contact lane with um you know insurance online with us you can just phone up our office and you get to talk to somebody straight away if there's a major problem you can phone me up uh, and i i run run the uh insurance scheme and i get really really involved and we'll make sure it's sorted out for you because you know 
as I said, it's about is I, I like to treat the clients in the same way as I would treat my if it was my own claim. So I'll move heaven and earth to make sure it's sorted out for you. This is the thing, isn't it? It's very easy to go and find very cheap quotes for very cheap insurance on the internet, and it is just cheap. And what you need to do sometimes is just look at the exact cover and the benefits that are available to you, because ultimately it is a more important car that you're protecting here. It's an MG. It's not some horrible rubbish daily made by someone else. We've got to look <laughs> after these cars. Um, so obviously a key part of this, Pete, is working out what the value of that MG actually is. So how do you value cars? Well, I think in the first instance, if you um, when you're looking at the value of your car, I'd look at the market and see what other similar sort of cars are, are valued at or selling for. And that'll give you a good starting point. Um, some cars, you know, if they're concours, may be worth quite a lot more. Um, also, there's the club that you can contact. So, you know, you get club valuation for your vehicle um, and we'd accept that. Um, I mean, when you're coming to insure your vehicle, I usually have, or my team will have quite a sensible conversation about what you think your car's worth. Um, and then we have the ability to agree the value, as I was saying earlier. So agreed value means that the insurers will either pay out in the event of a, a write-off, so that could be a theft, a fire, or a very serious accident, uh, the amount that we've agreed. And so that could be with all the modifications and all the money you've spent on restoring it over the years. Or you can have it on a market value basis, which leaves it subject to the engineers to decide that the value that we've discussed originally is um, appropriate for the car. Um, I personally am very firm believer in agreed values, and um, I, I personally do most of those in the office anyway. So it just means that there's never an argument if something goes wrong. Um, and I'm always happy to have a, an open and frank discussion about the value of your car. If you think it's worth more, tell me why, and then we can we can discuss it further at that point. And keep it updated as well. So many times I'm talking to owners who have just stayed with the same value on their car for the, like the last 10 years. The classic car market has been growing so rapidly that if you've stuck with the same value for a decade, it's most likely undervalued, isn't it? Oh, completely. The number of times I've seen over the years, when I, when I took over Cherished Vehicle Insurance about five years ago, and reviewed our books. I had some shockers on there, you know, sort of, um, it was a Porsche 356 on there that was insured for 15,000 pounds. When I looked at it, the car was worth 85,000, and the year after that, it was over 100K. So yes, there was an increase in the premium, but the client was very glad that we put agreed value on it because a year later, it was involved in a collision with a lorry. So um, oh. it, it got fixed <laughs> and I could breathe a sigh of relief because everything was sorted out and properly dealt with. So it is really important you review the value of your car. And, and as and when your renewals come around, this is something my team discuss with, with you as well, just to make sure that you're happy with it. Um, and you yourself know more about your car then we probably will when we're talking to you. So if you think it's worth something, let us know, and then we, we can make sure that it's put at the right value. You don't think an accident will ever happen to you until it does, and then that's when you need to lean on your insurance, and that's what it's there for. We have had a lot of changes in the classic car world over the last few years, especially regarding legislation. We've already spoken about the MOT exemptions, but 
especially when it comes to modifications. As I sit here today, news just out that they're looking to outlaw LED headlamps from the MOT um, certificates, for example. Um, let's talk about modifications generally. Obviously, it's very difficult to talk about particular cases, but as a general thing, are there any modifications that you're aware of that we shouldn't do to MGs because it may invalidate insurance? And should we be worried about modifications? I think, firstly, if you do change your vehicle from the original manufacturer's specification, whoever you're insured with, you need to let your insurers know, whoever that's with, because it could well invalidate your insurance. And insurance between different underwriters varies, and it all depends on the type of policy you have as well. Because if it is unacceptable and you have an accident, then they can quite rightly throw out your claim and say your insurance was invalid which means they may pay the claim to the third party, but they'll then try and recoup that cost from you personally, um, which is not somewhere I'd want to be if it did go wrong. Um, in terms of modifications cover for MG, stuff that I would struggle to cover, I can pretty much cover everything except nitrous oxide. Um, and if you need to nitro <laughs> your, your MG, then... Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, <laughs> so turboed, fine, you know, you know, upgraded brakes, upgraded suspension, modifications to lights, etc. Um, I mean, the LED thing that has been brought up recently. Um, I, I've heard about that today and I do need to go back and talk to the underwriters about it. But it may still mean that your vehicle may fail its MOT. So it's, it's up to you to, to make sure that that it's um it will pass at the end of the day um but yeah we'll insure you with with led bulbs currently so there's no problem with that well i started with covid19 i shall end with the other one now brexit and uh, <laughs> a quick word really we spoke to kieran line from scenic car tours on this podcast before christmas he's very optimistic about the future of club tours and driving classics abroad after brexit um there doesn't seem to be much that would make life much different apart from these insurance green cards i think they're called that have come out in the deal can you tell us any more about that green cards very simple um they're a document that we can just get ordered for you um depending on uh where you're going we need to know the dates between the times that you're going uh, and which countries you're traveling to uh, we don't charge for all ordering green cards, so it's just a quick conversation with us and then we can get one sent to you. You do need a paper copy, though, um, along with things like your V5, your insurance certificate, uh, driving license, and all the rest of the bits and gubbins that you need when you're traveling uh, abroad. But they're very simple to get. Um, if you live in Northern Ireland, however, we do also do a annual green card that covers you for Southern Ireland. So you don't need to let us know when you're going there. But it is something that you do need to request offers as well um, at, when you set up your insurance just to make sure you've got that piece of cover. Um, again, travelling abroad, nothing much else has changed except that. Um, and uh, well, Wayne, you know you've been been over to Classic Le Mans numerous times, haven't mm -hmm. you? So um, mm -hmm. it's 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 pretty much the same as before. It's just making sure you have got that piece of paper with you, and making sure you have got the, the other correct documentation, so that 
uh, you don't have any problems at borders. Oh, on the other, mm. the only other thing I would say is if you're towing, uh, this is pretty unlikely, but if you <laughs> happen to be towing a, a trailer or a caravan with an MG, then and taking it abroad, then we need to know that you're doing that as well because it needs a separate green card issued for that as well. Okay, so something to take note of if you're an MGZTT owner and perhaps you do a bit of caravanning as well, that uh, there are a couple of other considerations. And of course, the rule that was in place actually before, wasn't it, about not spending more than 90 days in every 180 driving about in Europe, because after that point, then you do need to start to do things to register your car in that country. But within those 90 days, you're, you're covered just as you would be in the UK. Exactly, and it's comprehensive insurance, exactly the same as before, um, but it is the 90 days, and if it is longer than that, then, yeah, it, it can be more complicated at that point, but we'd cross that bridge when we came to it. Well, I'm sure there are other things that will come out in the wash as Brexit continues, but, uh, I mean, it is now a brilliant moment. We've shared some real important hints and tips there, I think, in insuring your MG. We've given you a bit of an introduction now to Pete Barrett and the team at A-Plan and Cherish Vehicle Insurance. And now we can announce, Pete, can't we, that you are the new insurance partners of the MG Car Club, which is a really exciting thing. I can't believe how excited I am by it. I'm so proud and just really privileged to be given the opportunity to do this for, for the members and the club. I mean, we look after some other rather sort of high-profile clubs as well, which we have really, really strong relationships with and, you know, we're really involved with them. And it's exactly how I want to be with the MG Car Club. You know, be at the events there to support you all, answer questions, get involved. I mean, we've got all the guys in the team. We're all super excited. We can't wait to get out there. You know, MG Live, get to some of the group meetings, come and meet you all. And, and just make sure you're properly insured as well. But we like to be sociable as well. So we're, we're a lot more hands-on than a lot of the, um, some of our competitors out there and just really like to get involved in, in the nitty-gritty of it. And, you know, some of the things we'll be doing on our Facebook page, you know, I've already shared on, on the Cherished Vehicle one how to do an alternated change on a, on a TF. Um, it just shows, you know, that we're passionate and we're also active members ourselves. So, um, you know, it's, it's just a really good partnership. I, I can't wait to get it all up and running for everybody else to be getting involved. Well, it brings new benefits as well, because not only does a little part of every premium that you pay come back to the club to support the MG Car Club and forge it forward into the future and make sure that there's money there to make all the events that we all enjoy happen, but it also opens up other benefits for insurance as well, doesn't it? Things like member-to-member -member cover. Tell us more about that. So member-to-member cover is fantastic. It basically allows you, if you're insured through Cherished Vehicle Insurance and the MG Car Club scheme, uh, to drive another member of the MG Car Club's uh, vehicle comprehensively uh, as long as they're insured through us on the scheme as well. Um, so that means if you're going out for a tour or a long drive or whatever, then the two of you can go off together in the car. You can swap driving 
uh, you don't need to phone us up to change the drivers and make sure they're insured properly because they are as long as they're insured through us on the MG Car Club scheme. That's great. And it's fantastic to see that an insurance company can enable members coming closer together, sharing each other's cars and just being part of a tighter-knit community. And I understand you're also looking at how you can help the young members register as well. Yes, we are. I mean, currently we we have facilities to insure drivers over 25 on the standard scheme, but we also... um, have options for under 25s as well uh, for insuring their own vehicles although they would not they wouldn't get the member to member cover although i did insure a 23 year old earlier in the week um for his new mgtf so he was really happy and it was a really competitive premium as well um so yeah we can definitely look at that um we also on the scheme do something called young accompany drivers as well so what that means is, say you, you 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 you've got your your MGB or your RV8 or whatever, you can actually add uh, from the age of 18, as long as they've held a driving license for a full year, to as an accompanied driver onto your policy for a small increase in premium, and that means that uh, I don't know if you want to go to a show, take your grandson along uh, for the weekend, then he or she. Uh, um, get the opportunity to drive your car and share in your experiences together. And, um, yeah, something that's very popular with some of the other clubs that we deal with. And, um, yeah, I I, I think it's great. Can't wait for my kids to get old enough to drive mine. (laughs) Well, going back to when I was 18, that's exactly how I started in the classic car world, driving alongside my dad. And it gave him the security knowing that I couldn't drive it without him in the passenger seat at that age. Uh, But also it gave me the opportunity without having to pay huge premiums to, as you say, have a shared experience with my dad and experience these cars. And ultimately that's what led me into this classic car world that we're all so proud to be a part of. So uh, yeah, that's a great benefit of your partnership with the MG Car Club. Um, Although we've shared lots of great tips and hints and ideas and, and some insights into car insurance through this conversation, I have a feeling Pete that people listening to this are now going to have many questions of their own and you're more than welcome to ask them very very easy to get in touch all you have to do is go to the podcast landing page mgpodcast.uk fill out the contact form there and you can ping any questions you'd like to Pete and I think what we'll do is take as many questions over the next few weeks as we can muster from you you can leave voicemails on there as well if you want to appear on the podcast always nice to hear what you sound like when you you're asking questions and we'll get pete back on to answer some of those questions uh does that sound like a good idea pete it sounds like a fantastic idea yeah really happy to answer any questions and get involved and come back again and talk to you all um i mean the other thing i really want to do in the future is um just to let some of the groups and the registers know a bit more about what we're offering uh a powerpoint presentation uh that we can do on zoom um ideally i would have loved to have come out and and uh met everybody personally but with with that dreaded c word again um that's stopping us at the moment but at least we can meet on a uh, in an evening on zoom and have a chat about what we can do so yeah really really happy to talk to anybody if they've got any questions um doing any events that they'd like us to come along to and speak you know come see what you're doing um yeah 
really looking forward to working with everybody. Well, send us your insurance questions via the contact form at mgpodcast.uk. Uh, don't ask us, though, this is my car, how much is it going to cost each year? You need to ask Pete directly those sorts of questions. And if people do want to ask those sorts of questions directly, Pete, how do they get in touch with you? They can phone us up uh, on 0345 250-8282 in the magazine in Safety Fast we have an advert running for um, Cherished Vehicle Insurance um, which has got our contact details on as well um, or you can just look us up on Facebook or on the internet, we're there as well um, so yeah, please give us a call we'd all be really happy to talk to you any questions or if you'd like a quotation yeah, just give me a bell. Well, welcome to the MG Car Club, Pete Barrett, and welcome to Cherish Vehicle Insurance. It's great to have you on board, and I can see the partnership blooming nicely. And don't forget, you listeners, to get your questions in, we'll have Pete back on in a few weeks' time to answer all of those. But for now, Pete Barrett, thanks for joining us. Thanks very much, Wayne. Subscribe to receive new episodes of the MG Car Club podcast at mgpodcast.uk. 